And oh man, I remember for me as well when I when I first read your book, um, uh, which is the marketing with personality types. I remember when when you made that correlation, like it just clicked for me as well. And it like all all the pieces of the puzzle were there, but how they all fit together. That was Michael Abdo talking with me about personality. Michael and I are going to team up for future episodes, so this kind of gives you an idea of what the Customer Secrets Podcast will sound like in the future. In this episode, he asks the questions of me because he's read my book, Selling by Personality Type, and it changed his way of doing business, which was kind of remarkable in itself. And so he has some questions and he wanted to know the background and what evidence that I have that proves that personality marketing works. So that's what this episode is. And so we'll pick it up right where Michael starts asking me some questions. There we go, there we go. Okay, Okay. so I'm curious, Tim. um, I know when I'm talking with people and sharing the idea of personality marketing, um, a lot of people ask, is there is there any evidence for this? Is there any proof? It seems like a cool idea, but but concretely, how does that fit in the real world? And I'm curious from not just your experience, but also from what you've studied and learned, how would you answer someone who, who has that kind of question? Uh, I would ask them the question, have you heard of the Cambridge Analytica scandal? Yeah. Because that was all about personality hmm. and how it was used to influence people in the election setting. Um, so if if it worked there, why can't it work in a one-on-one situation? Okay. Yeah, kid. So with the Cambridge Analytica scandal and, and that whole situation, can you kind of break down for people who are familiar? Like, yeah, Facebook had some stuff and things were going on and you know, there's the elections with that, but real simply, can you can you explain what that was really about and how that related to psychometric marketing? Okay. Um, the guy that started it was Alexander Nix, and he's uh, mm-hmm. from Britain. And what he, he approached, I think it was the Ted Cruz campaign at the time, basically yeah. saying, I think I can help your campaign by using psychometrics to target the right people. And so what he did was he used the big five model for personality, which is not my favorite, but it works. So there's five factors of personality and they call it the ocean model. O stands Mm -hmm. for openness. C stands for conscientiousness. E is extroversion. A is agreeableness. And N is neuroticism. And so what he needed was to classify everybody and so the way he started out was he put up a survey on facebook Mm -hmm. and people would randomly take the survey and they would fill out their their personality questions and then from that he could uh, gauge what their personality type was based in the ocean model but what he also did was he gathered all their likes so every time okay. they hit a like button, it would gather that piece of information. And, and from that, he was able to gather about four to 5,000 data points on every person that took the survey. 
where he got in trouble was one of the things that his little program did was it also scrubbed all their friends and family. So for mm. every one person that took the survey, they got data from about 300 other people. Okay. So they had about 50,000 people that took the survey. So basically they had everybody in the United States. <laughs> they just scrubbed their data. And then they compared that to voter registration to get their party affiliation. And so they were able to target people. So, so basically what personality is, is mm -hmm. people with a similar personality temperament have similar values. Okay. So he went after people that had similar values to what Ted Cruz was looking for. Right. So was he, he was able to micro target who those people were on an individual level. And then he was able to send personalized advertisements to those people, either in their Facebook feed or on websites uh, through Google. Uh, so there was basically 32 different messages that they created hmm. and they sent the right message to the right person. So where they got in trouble was, you know, scrubbing everybody's data. But sure. It, it actually worked. They were able to get those people that were sitting on the fence. What they what they didn't do was yeah. change opinions. But what they did do was find people that were sitting on the fence that had those similar values and able to nudge them to go vote. Gotcha. That's the key thing. And that's what it, they were able to check this by looking at voter registrations. You know, did they actually go out and vote? And yes, they did. So it does work. Hmm. Gotcha. So, so the, where they got in trouble was breaking Facebook policy of accessing other users accounts. Right. From the, from the user who took the test itself. Yes. Gotcha. So with with personality marketing, psychometric marketing, is there any um, is that stuff itself illegal? Is that are there any laws or anything like that where it's like I I don't want to get involved in this because it's it's scandalous? I don't think there's any laws. Um, I I haven't come across any. Okay. Uh, I know in some states you're not allowed to give people a personality test in when hiring uh, once they've okay. been hired then you can but prior to hiring but it's not in all states um but there you know all persuasion is based on interacting with people and and talking about what they value and the people sure. that are good at pers you know the good at the people that are good at persuasion are able to know the values of other people and then to feed them those values back to them. Mm -hmm. That's that's the real key. Sure. Sure. And so in the case of fa the Facebook um, and the Cambridge Analytica doing that, what they were doing is they they had a model of someone's personality and what it would be. And so from that, they knew what their values would be. Right. And so they they created a message that reflected those values back to the person. Right, exactly. Um, where they did it on a massive scale, 
What sure. we hope to do is doing it on the personal level where they had to have, you know, four to 5,000 data points on a person. You know, if you're a car salesman and you have a customer that walks down to your lot and you want to sell them, you know nothing about them. Hmm. So you need a system to find out their personality. And then once you know their personality, you can look up their values. And now you have a technique that you can persuade them. You know, if they're on the fence, something to just nudge them in the direction of making the purchase. Sure. Sure. So, so we, we have this case with, um, with Cambridge Analytica and, and the elections. Um, and that's, that's often overlooked. Uh, but I'm curious in your personal life or in your business, how you've used personality and how you've seen the, the evidence of that play out. Um, one of the big things, and this is one of the, what I call the law of personality is that people with like personality types are attracted towards each other. Mm-hmm. And so what I see in my business is that my customers have very similar personalities to me. So they have very similar values. And so I use that in my everyday life. You know, that's what I want to attract. Those are the customers mm-hmm. that I like um, because they're they're low maintenance. Um, I don't have to do a lot of convincing them to purchase because I, sure. just, I just give them my values and they're already attracted. And so they're more likely to to buy. So I'm I'm a logistical type. So in the Myers Briggs system, yeah, I'm an ISTJ. Um, if you read David Kersey, he calls these people with the SJ letters in their personality type the guardians. I call them the logisticals because we're very logistical. We do things step by step in a process. Yeah, that's I, I like that term better. Um, sure. So I, my customers are very similar to them. They're also logisticals. Gotcha. And, and you're saying you naturally attract that group of people because you're naturally displaying your values, correct? Right, right. Similar values attracted to it. You know, it, it's, it's be similar to your spouse. You know, typic, my wife is also an SJ. Uh-huh. Um, so you can see that connection there. And, and I see this all the time because I, I type people as I'm walking through life, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I'll see a couple together and I say, yeah, it's an SP and an SP. <laughs> you know, they, they go together. They're, it's a natural match. You know, and yeah. it's why you know, people always ask, are people attract similar personality types or are they looking for something different? And right. on, a, on a Mac level, on the big picture level, um, the same temperament are attracted together. And then okay. on the smaller level, then you can get down into the minutia of where uh, uh, people of different personalities are attracted to each other. Um, so I'm a T. My wife is an F. The T and the F kind of attract each other. It's kind of like, you know, it's an opposite, but they're attracted. Sure. And so you, you see this time in, in couples, too. Sure. Gotcha. So, so I'm curious with your business, um, and I know you've put a lot of time and effort into researching this and studying it as it's uh, a passion project of yours. 
I'm curious, with people that you've shared it with, um, have, you, have you seen other people get results or other people experience the same, um, yeah, the, the same results and the same uh, just growth? And honestly, for, for me personally, when I found out about this, it, there was a lot of freedom for me in being able to understand my values, but then also other people's and, and kind of bridge that gap. Um, have you seen that as a common experience for other people who've learned about this as well? Uh, in, per, in general, personality is like that. You know, when you understand yourself and you can see the difference in other people, mm-hmm. there is that understanding. And so you, you become a little bit more tolerant of other people and their differences because you know that their their mission in life, their purpose is different from yours and it suits yeah. their personality type. Yes. So, you know, I, I personality is, is an army, you know, and we're all on the same team, and, but we have different jobs within that army. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, we're fighting the same battle. And so other people complement what we lack. And sure. if you can appreciate and if you appreciate that, you can get along so much easier with them. And I, I see this in other people that that do personality as well, um, where they appreciate people with different personality types. Yeah, uh, I'm curious. Uh, and I know this isn't this is more for you, for your personal story, but I'm curious. Um, what what was the moment that like that made you take? Uh, how do I ask, like, what was the moment that you realized, you know what, this is like personality marketing, this is a thing, I need to learn this and study this and become an expert in this, like, what what was that moment, what were you dealing with? This is my aha moment, you mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Well, I've always been interested in, you know, understanding people, the, you know, as a business person, you know, you always ask, you know, why, why do people buy? What, what's that trigger that makes them go? And I was at a conference in uh, Las Vegas and it was around 2010. Mm -hmm. And one of the speakers was talking about personality. And so I guess my mind was in that right framework of, you know, looking for the reason why people buy. And then he did a thing about the Myers-Briggs system. And that was like the click. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, we're getting new information here. This is different from what I've heard before. Yeah. And, and it made a lot of sense. And so I said, hey, I, you know, I better start studying. And he recommended the book by David Kersey, which was Please Understand Me. And so I went out and right. got that. And David Kersey was completely different from every personality expert out there. Hmm. Uh, where, you know, he was able to take the Myers-Briggs system and arrange the letters, you know, pair the letters and come up with the four temperaments. And that just opened up a big door for me. So that was my big aha moment. Sure. And so, so from that, um, where did you, you, you read, please understand me. Um, and I'm sure a lot of other things. What, what, difficulty did you run into as as coming from an idea of all personality with marketing to actually implementing that and using that as a system that works the 
the big aha that David Kersey didn't get to, he kind of hinted at it, mm-hmm. was that personality and values are linked. Where mm-hmm. most people think that personality is about behavior. Okay. But personality is so much deeper than behavior. It's because what drives behavior? Behavior mm-hmm. is basically consistent actions. If you do the same right. thing over and over again, well, people say, well, that's the way you behave. Well, so what drives actions? And basically, and that's, that's your decisions. So if you make a decision yeah. to act this way, that's going to lead to your behavior. So then it goes back one step further. So now we're three steps away from behavior is mm-hmm. what drives actions or what drives decisions. Right. And this is your values. Yeah. So if you think one thing is more important than the other, you're going to gravitate towards that thing that's more important. So things that are more important are things that have higher values. So values and personality are linked. It's Mm. four steps removed from behavior. um, And it's so much deeper. And if you understand values, you have this big head start. And so my my problem was I didn't have a list of values of, of the peoples of the different personality types. Nobody's created a list. So I had mm-hmm. to do a lot of research, lo- watching a lot of book or watching a lot of videos, watch, reading a lot of books and articles, trying to pick out the different values of each of the four temperament types. And so that's what I created. And that's once I had that list man, things just fell into place. You know, now I have a complete strategy on what to do, you know, how to lead somebody down the funnel to in order to persuade them. It's a step by step logistical process. You know, there's that logistical because <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm looking for. That's what I need, you know, a step by step process. Um, so, you know, that was my big aha. Yeah, that's awesome. And oh, man, I remember for me. As well, when I when I first read your book, um, uh, which is the marketing with personality types, I remember when when you made that correlation, like it just clicked for me as well. And it like all all the pieces of the puzzle were there, but how they all fit together. Right, right. It, I like A that. I like that analogy. You know, pieces of the puzzle because all the pieces are there, and everybody has access to them. It's just yeah. arranging them in the right way to make that picture that's nice and crystal clear. Yeah. And, and it's, it's so true because when you see it in that, that picture in that frame, like it's so hard to, to see it in any other frame because it just, it makes sense. And it, right. it, all the, all the pieces are there. It's orderly and it all just comes together. Like you said, to make a clear picture. So that's, that's awesome. Right. Um, Good. Was there anything else that you wanted to cover or any other thoughts you had about the the um, the evidence behind and the experience that you've had with psychometric and personality marketing? Well, I was thinking about this the other day is, you know, one of the questions that people always ask, yeah. you know, the first question is, you know, is there evidence? And then the second question that they ask is, is this manipulation? And if, yeah. you have to, if you have to ask this question, that by itself kind of, kind of indicates that this does work. You know, mm. if you have to worry about people manipulating you, 
it must work. Um, sure. I don't look at it as manipulation. I, you know, I see manipulation. There's a definitive, crystal clear, knife edge sharpness to manipulation. Okay. If it values the customer, it's not manipulation. If it values, you, you know, if 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 you cross over the the pivot, and only you benefit, and the customer doesn't, that's manipulation. And I don't ever manipulate the customer. You know, I want what's in the best interest for my customer. And you know, at the same time, if there's I benefit as well, that's good. You know, it's a win-win sure. situation. Sure. You know, so I, you know, I stay away from the manipulation. Um, but you know, learning personality. The nice thing about it is you can tell when people are trying to manipulate you. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah. There's a, a subtle side benefit to learning about. <laughs> You can tell when people are trying to pull a fast one on you uh, because you know what their the techniques are. Sure, sure. So w- with that, that's a really good point that I've never thought about before. Um, but what what would you just say to someone who wants to learn personality but wants to avoid um, manipulating their customer? What what can they do in order to make that relationship valuable for the customer? Well. The way I look at personality in marketing is it's very customer centric. You have to know the customer. You have to know their values. And this is gets completely away from manipulation because if, when you're a manipulator, you don't really care about the customer. Yes. So you have to, you know, it always starts with who's the customer. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to learn about the customer and we're going to have empathy and we're going to present our arguments to them from their value center. So we're going to feed them what they want. Um, yeah. And so they're going to, they're going to enjoy, you know, talking to us because we're talking about their values. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that. I think, I think so many times it's easy to get focused on what, what am I doing? What is my solution? Um, how do I might meet my needs? But when we flip that around, and like you said, the customer comes first. Who are they? What are their fears? What are their insecurities? What what are their pains that they're going through? And then we can provide them. I think the other thing um, that I would add to that is providing a solution that is immensely more valuable than what they're charging for that, right? And if you're if you're blowing them away with how much value you're providing them with what they're purchasing, and then you're using their personality to communicate that value authentically. Like you said, it's just a win-win from there. Right, I completely agree. Right on, right on. Well, good. Um, Anything other than that that you wanted to touch on or or mention for here? Uh, No, this, um, you know, I enjoyed this talk. Um, you know, it's a learning opportunity for, for me and for our listeners. Yeah. Um, I'm sure, I hope that you learned something today too. Definitely. Um, yeah, and I appreciate uh, the listeners, you know, tuning into this podcast. And I, I really hope that you'll come back again in the future. Yes, agreed. This, this, this is a first for me doing, you know, a one-on-one with somebody else <laughs> and uh, not talking to myself and stuttering over my words. And I, yeah. It's a little bit more relaxing. I agree. I I enjoy the conversational style of everything. Right on. Well, good, good. 
yeah, like Tim said, we uh, we're hoping to do more of these in the future. So, looking forward to you guys coming back, and we got a lot more coming for you. So, all right, have a good one.